0: wonderful move of the Holy Ghost. I ask you to be in prayer this week. Push the plate back this week. And uh, I, I would love to see the Holy Ghost just fill this house here Wednesday night. And uh, so looking forward to what God would have in store for us. And when I think about what Jesus has done for me, I take it as a personal a personal. Privilege and a personal honor. And uh, I feel like that when he was on the cross, he had me All right. on his mind. All right. I was the one that he was thinking about. Each and every one of us should have uh, that same feeling and that same desire. He, he was thinking about me. He was doing this for me. That's my personal belief and my personal desire and my personal relationship with God. And uh, there's a lot to say about people asking, have you received Christ as your personal Savior? And you better have. If you haven't, you're missing out on a great opportunity. And uh, I'm glad that I received him as my personal Savior. But I didn't just stop there. I continued to do what the Bible said do. Amen. To receive Him as your personal Savior, you must repent. You must be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. The Lord is good today. Amen. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. (laughs) Praise the Lord. If you want to stand for the reading of the word of the Lord, 1 Corinthians Chapter number two, First Corinthians chapter number two, and verse number nine. Thanks to Brother Allen getting the faithful men. Brother Duplessis working today and uh, getting them together, providing uh, good fellowship over there. And all the men, I would encourage you to be here early and uh, come over with the men and have some fellowship, and then we have prayer. Uh, before we go into the house of God, and uh, that's in the gym every morning at 9:30, from 9:30 to about uh, about five minutes till 10, and uh, we have prayer over there, and uh, they pray for the preacher. You need to pray for the preacher. Yeah. Amen. Praise it. He'll preach you the truth, and God would anoint him. First Corinthians chapter two, verse number nine. The Scripture says, "But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love Him. I hath not seen, nor ear heard, and has not entered into the heart of man the things that our God." has prepared for all of us. Amen. He's prepared it for all of us. He said that He's prepared it for them who love Him. And I believe that this house is filled with people that love Him. So it is prepared. That was weak. I believe that this house was, is filled with people that love God. Amen. I love Him today. I love Him today. I love him today. Hallelujah! 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 The Lord bless you. You may be seated. I want to talk to you for a little while this morning about heaven and uh, our 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 eyes and our spirit. I I know we we refer to our eyes. We must be focused on heaven we must get a glimpse of heaven we must have a vision of heaven and uh, we must have it in our view and but but we must see it with our spiritual eyes and uh, i i'm reminded of the scripture and and how the bible talks about uh, different things and it makes reference to different things. They're, they're, the Bible is full of, uh, of uh, I guess, just types and shadows in the Old Testament of things to come in the New Testament. And uh, I, I look at this as the children of Israel come to the river of Jordan and they were looking over across the river at the promised land. And so Moses sent 12 spies to spy out the land and bring back a report. And uh, when the, the men that Moses had sent came back, two of them had a good report. The rest had a good and evil report. The good report that all of them had, it, it was just like God said it was going to be. Now, now that ought to build, that should have built their faith in the fact that it was just like God said it was going to be. And without them ever seeing it, without them ever experiencing it, the journey through the wilderness and finally getting there and seeing when they seen it with their own eyes, that it was just like God said said it was going to be. Now if you can see it and it's just like God said it was going to be why not believe that God is able to give it to you just like God said he was going to do it. But the ten decided that the warriors and the cities were too great the fences were too high the walls was built too strong the military there was too strong and that there were giants in the land. But two men decided in themselves. They The scripture said they had another spirit. They had a, another spirit. That is a key thing to understand. They were not of the same spirit of those who brought the good evil report. But they had another spirit within them. And that spirit was that if God said it, God's able to do it. Amen. We find that Abraham staggered not at the promises of God. But God said it and he believed that God was able to bring it to pass. Amen. Heaven, if we are not careful, we get to the place that the children of Israel were. They come to uh, the promised land and they were looking at it across the way and uh, they were getting a glimpse of the promised land but then they decided in themselves that we cannot take it we cannot conquer it we cannot have it and if we're not very careful in our walk and in our living for God we get to the same place we get a glimpse of heaven and uh, we get a vision of heaven and uh, we see a little bit about heaven and we experience a little bit of heaven when the Holy Ghost is falling in the house of God. And we are worshiping and praising and magnifying God and enjoying the good things of God. So we are feeling a little bit about like heaven is going to feel. Amen. I I, I think that that heaven is going to be... Like it is when we're all in here worshiping and praising and magnifying God. Except a lot better because the King of kings and Lord of lords will be sitting on the throne and Him we will be worshiping and praising and giving glory to. But but what we experience here on earth is just a a touch, a taste of what heaven is going to be like. And we get excited about it. But then, after we walk out of the house of God and out of the presence of God, we get to feeling like, I've seen it, I experienced it, i felt it, but I don't ever think that I can receive it and that I would ever go there. Amen. There are saints of God. There is good people of God. There are some of you under the sound of my voice today, that are good saints of God, that are living a holy life, that are living a dedicated life. You've given the offering. You pay your tithe. You're faithful to the house of God. You love God. You live holy. You're, You're filled with the Holy Ghost. You've been baptized in Jesus' name. You don't talk about your neighbor. Amen. You love God, but still... There is something in you that tells you you can't make it to heaven. And you worry and you fret. And you you have that feeling, I've experienced it. I've got the Holy Ghost. I've, I've got a glimpse of what heaven is going to be like. But then, I don't think I'm ever going to make it. Let me tell you today. God did not bring you this far and tell you a bunch of lies and feed you a bunch of junk and tell you how great it's going to be to get you to this place and leave you. Amen. God brought you to this point in your life to not only bring you to this place but to take you to that place. This is not all there is. Amen. You need to quit believing the lie of the devil when he tells you you cannot make it. There is another spirit that is in us which is the spirit of God that is driving us, that is encouraging us, that is ministering to us, that is telling us, "Hey." You don't have to stop here. You don't have to bake down here. You don't have to quit here. But I am going to a heavenly place. I, I am going to a place that is called heaven. Amen. Amen. I, I believe that one of the... We, we might go a little bit slower this morning, but not anymore in length. I'll just go a little bit slower. But, but I, I, I believe that that one of our greatest downfalls is our inability or our lack of faith in believing that God is able to carry us from here to glory. Amen. Now we believe the truth. We are forever settled in the truth. But don't lose your faith in believing. Amen. I believe it was the apostle Paul. I don't have the scripture written down before me, but he said, I am. I believe that God is able to keep that which I have committed into His hand against that day. When the devil says you can't make it, when the devil says you can't see heaven, when the devil says there's no way that you can ever be good enough, you tell him there's no way that I can be good enough, but there is a way through the blood of Jesus Christ Hallelujah, 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 amen, amen, so there was another spirit in Joshua and Caleb that said, it's just like God said it was going to be, and God is able to do just what God said he was going to do, and so... They wandered around in the wilderness. Why does people believe a bad report over a good report? The whole congregation stood up against Moses, against Aaron, against Joshua, and against Caleb. And they believed some backslidden people that was always having trouble and these that were faithful and committed to God, they believe the bad report over the good report. Yeah, and some of you will believe the devil over God. When God says you can make it, yeah. Yeah. I created a place for you. Yeah. But then you believe the devil that says, I "Ain't you ain't gonna make it." I, I've had. You, you, I, I don't know. This wasn't even in my notes. I'm I'm so far off of what I was even going to talk about. But I feel this. You, I, I've heard. I've had good saints of God. Tell me. I don't think I'll ever make it to heaven. Do what? Yeah. What else does Jesus have to do? He went to Calvary. He said, "I'm I'm going to leave you." The reason why I'm leaving you is to go and prepare a place for you. That where I am, ye may be also. He said, but but don't get worried about me leaving and going to prepare a place because I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to give something to you which is my spirit called the Holy Ghost and it's going to be in you and it's going to help you and it's going to strengthen you to where I am. Ye may be also. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Let me move on to what I want to preach about this morning. There is a lot of people... Amen. That that uh, choose not to live for God. The Bible speaks about places to spend eternity. One is uh, there is it's called hell, a place called hell. There there is a group. There is a belief. Uh, I don't even know if you call it a religion or whatever, but but there is a belief that does not believe in a place called hell. And I can remember uh, when I was a young boy, even growing into teenagehood, we'd all go into Pizza Hut after church and we would eat. Well, there was a few of those people that believed that, that worked there. And uh, so every time we would go in, my daddy was there, he was always arguing the scripture with them. So his first words was when he would step in the Pizza Hut was where did the rich man go? Because it says in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torments. Amen. So there is there is a place that you don't want to go. Right. Now now I know that the philosophy of this world that that. Nobody goes to hell. Everybody that dies goes to heaven. Amen. Now, they're in the hands of a just God. But I want to tell you, if you're not living for the Lord the biblical way, it don't matter what the preacher gets up and says. He can't put you there and he can't take you out of there. Amen. So, so... That hell is the greatest reward that the devil can offer you for being a servant of his. Amen. Yeah. I, I, uh, <clears throat> I I, remember one time we were sitting in the car lot and my daddy was there and this guy walks in. It's in the middle of will, uh, winter. And you know people use this word... Uh, hell in different terms, and uh, uh, for cursing terms, and he made mention of it, it was cold, and he said, it's just that cold, and he used that term. My daddy said, you got that a little mixed up, it's not cold there, it's going to be hot. And so you don't don't want to go there. Amen. It's not a place that we hear a lot of preaching about, but you don't want to go there. Trust me. I've never been, but I have a recording of someone who was there. And they said, Go tell my brothers. Go tell everybody. Whatever you do, don't come to this place. Amen. So, hell is where everybody's doing his own thing. You want to do your own thing? Hell's a good place to wind up, I guess. Because everybody's going to be doing their own thing. Their own thing is going to be hollering and screaming and rolling in the lake of fire. Amen. Forever falling and tumbling and burning where there is no relief. Heaven is a place where everybody is doing God's thing. That sounds like a place that I want to go. People... People sometimes have the idea that, that I'm going to live for God because I don't want to go to hell. Now, that's a good reason, but that's not going to save you. You can't live for God because you fear going to hell. I don't want to go to hell. But that's not the reason why I'm living for God. The reason why I live for God is because I'm in love with God. Amen. And heaven is a benefit of being in love with God. It is a place that He has created for them that love Him. Amen. So here we find that, that in Luke, if you want to find the story, you can look in Luke chapter 16 and you can find the story of the man who lifted up his eyes being in torment. In hell he lifted up his eyes. So there is a place called heaven and there is a place called hell. The scripture refers to hell 51 times in the word of God. And so it is very important that we preach about it and we warn people not to go there. But the scripture refers to heaven 480 times. So it is very important that we have this understanding. Don't focus on hell and trying to avoid hell, but focus on heaven and trying to get there and you will avoid the place called hell. Amen. Don't ever try to live for God out of fear. Live for God out of love and out of desire. To see Him for who He really is. And experience what God has for you in your life. Amen. The Apostle Paul said, as we look into heaven to try to see what heaven is going to be like and what heaven... uh, I've heard many different opinions and ideas. And uh, some people's under... The opinion we don't have a lot of of reference to what exactly heaven is going to be like. But we do know this, that He's going to be there. And as long as He's there, speaking of Jesus being there, that's the only reason why I need to go there. Amen. I've heard some people say that it's going to be like place here on earth, except with peace, and there is no uh adversary of our soul that it's going to have the same things that we enjoy here. I don't know if they're going to have Deer Woods there I don't know if they're going to have a lake better than Sam Rayburn and Toledo being there or not I don't know if they're going to have all the shopping that you women can do I, I certainly doubt it because that would depress the men and there's going to be no depressing things there. Uh, I don't know exactly all heaven is going to be like. But, but we hear, we hear uh, as the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. He said, it is not expedient for me doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. And then he starts talking about a little bit of his experience. He said, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Whether in the body, I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth such a one was caught up into the third heaven. And I knew such a man. And what he was doing, he was making reference to himself. He said again in the body, out of the body, I cannot tell, God knoweth. He was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words which is not lawful for a man to utter. What he was saying, he said it is sealed, I cannot even talk about it. If I were to talk about it, you would have thought that I had lost my mind. Even as the Apostle Paul began to preach to, uh, I believe it was King Agrippa and Festus, and they said you are mad. You have lost your mind. Amen. It wasn't that he was mad. And that he had lost his mind. It's that he had a vision. And a glimpse of another world. That cannot be compared. With anything that is here. He said if I would tell you. The things that I saw. I want to tell you saints of God. If we can look through. Our spiritual eyes. And reflect. our mind and our spirit to the things that God has prepared for His church. Amen. His bride, which you are a part of, that are blood-bought, that are born again, that are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you could catch a glimpse and renew your spirit and your mind to the understanding of what heaven is really going to be like, amen, we would push away these little troubles and these little heartaches and these little distresses because the Apostle Paul said, it is not worthy to be compared with the things that I'm going through here for the things that I've seen. Amen. I don't know about you, church, but I've got my eyes set on something far greater than what this world has to offer. amen, Amen. 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 I'm reminded of a little story that I read. Let me share it with you. It says a heavenly mindset. There was an actor called James Dutton who became very famous. Before he was a famous actor, he was a prisoner. One day he was being interviewed by a reporter who asked him why he never became a prisoner. A repeat offender. The reporter asked Dutton why didn't he commit another crime like so many men who have ended up back in prison? His his answer was very informative. He said, Unlike other prisoners, I never decorated my cell. In other words, he said, I never made my prison cell a place that I called home amen I want to tell you today many of us have gotten so comfortable in this world amen I I, I love living I, I love living life to the fullest but I don't want to get so comfortable in this world to where I lose my sight of a heavenly place amen sure this world has good things to offer amen but like Mr. Dutton said he said some people just get comfortable with where they're living and they fail to ever get a vision of freedom I want to tell you today I've got a vision of heaven and when I think about heaven I want to go there when I think about heaven I don't want to stay here Amen. this world is good but it's nothing to be compared to heaven amen amen heaven is a wonderful place. Amen. We have decorated this world and we've set up housekeeping in this world and we've set up things in store for us in this world and we are prepared for rainy days in this world. Amen. But I want to tell you, we need to set up treasures in heaven there's nothing wrong with enjoying the things that this you can have in this world. But don't get so carried away with your job and so carried away with our things and so carried away with our entertainment that we lose sight of what we really are. The Scripture said we are strangers and we are pilgrims just passing through. Amen. I'm reminded of Moses and the children of Israel. Israel, when he went to uh, uh, the people of this country and he said, we don't want anything that you have to offer. We don't want any of your water. We don't want any of your food. We don't want any of your people. We don't want anything that you've got to offer. Just let us pass through. Amen. Because we've got a vision of a place that God has called us to. I want to tell you today, church, let's get another glimpse of what heaven is going to be like. Amen. Let's get our eyes off of what we can have in this world and get our eyes on what God has in store for the church. Amen. 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 Don't set up housekeeping here. Woo! Your money's going to fail here. Who would have ever thought that we were we were talking just the other day or just I believe yesterday or the day before we was there in the motel and, and uh, the girls went down and they had bought a couple of drinks that was canned drinks that was a dollar piece, and they were talking about how high they were and um, I said well I you know at, at school they were 75 cents or something they just went up to 75 cents I said at our school I can remember them being 25 cents. And then they wasn't, they wasn't in cans, they were in bottles. And um, I, I know you say, oh boy, man, you make a lot more money today than what you did then. But gas is quite a bit higher than 10 cents a gallon now too. And uh, bread's a little bit higher than what it was. And, and milk's a little bit higher than what it was. Have you been to the grocery store lately? You can walk out of there and lose a hundred dollars and carry it in two, two sacks. Amen. Because inflation, because of the price of things just keep going higher and higher and higher. To what, what one day people's going to be, you say, oh, I'm looking for this day. But they're going to be throwing their money in the streets. It's not because they got too much money. It's because it's not worth anything. We are putting too much investment on staying here forever. Too much investment on, on having it all here. Amen. Some of you haven't been able to enjoy some of the finer things in life. Amen. Don't get mad at God because you don't have everything that you want. Because one day... we 're going to walk through those gates of pearl, amen, gold somewhere around fifteen or sixteen hundred dollars an ounce we 're going to be stepping on it it 's going to be what 's on the streets of that city. Amen, when I think about heaven, I think about this world and the majesty that God created. In seven years, seven days, he created this world. Some people say, Oh, it meant years. Oh, it meant a thousand years. Oh, it meant a hundred years or whatever it meant. Seven days, God created the world. Uh, amen. On six days, he created. Seventh day, he rested up and he's been, he's been working on heaven, a place that he has prepared for us uh, over two thousand years. Can you imagine? The other day, we had the privilege of celebrating our 20th anniversary. Had to think about that, make sure I get that right. Our 20th anniversary. And uh, we come in there and we landed in the Rocky Mountains. And, and uh, just looking at the majesty. And, and when we were leaving there, the beauty that God created. Amen. Man can't create anything quite as nice as God can do it. Amen. And He done that in six days. Amen. Just think about what heaven is going to be like. Amen. When you look at the beauty of this world think about the beauty of heaven. I don't know about you but I want to go there. I don't know about you but I got a new desire to make it to heaven. I don't know about you but I've got a greater determination to make it to heaven I know some of you don't excite but you know what when i get to heaven when i get to heaven when i get to heaven it's not the gates of pearl that I'm getting there to see. It's not the streets of gold that I want to look at. It's not the Apostle Paul that I want to really sit down and have a conversation with, although that would be a privilege. It's not the Apostle Peter that I want to say, Peter, just how was it? That's not who I'm getting there to see. There's no need For the power and light company there. There's no need for beautiful chandeliers there. Because the Lamb. The one who stood there before an angry mob. And listened at them shout crucify him. The one who made his way up Calvary's Hill stumbling under the, the, The power and the torture and and the agony that was there and the weight of the cross that made His way to Calvary and no man took His life, but He surrendered His life. That's who I'm going to see. Amen. That's what I'm going for. That's what I'm hungering for is to stand in the presence of the Almighty God. hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to stand in His presence, forever to worship Him, forever to magnify Him, forever to give Him glory, forever to give Him praise, forever to magnify Jesus. My Savior, my Redeemer, my everything, my soon-coming King. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Hebrews 11, verse number 13. And I, You can just remain standing. I'm almost through. These all died in the faith. Having having not have received the promise. But having seen them afar off. And were persuaded of them. And embraced them. And confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country. That is a heavenly, amen, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he had prepared for them a city. I want to tell you what's going to keep you going on is not a fear of what's going to happen if you don't live for God. But what's going to keep you going on is falling in love with Jesus. Amen. Getting a vision of another world. Amen. If you had not got a vision, you will find a place to turn around. Amen. But when the devil comes against me, I've got a Focus. Amen. My desire, my hunger, is not in this world, but it's another place called heaven. Hallelujah! 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 Heaven, the only thing on earth man can absolutely gain. The gains of heaven will more than compensate for the losses of earth. The road to heaven is never crowded. That's amazing to me. A place so great. The song said, everybody will be happy over there. That's enough reason to go. There'll be no sadness there. There'll be no tears there. Why would you not want to go? But the road to heaven is never overcrowded. The way to heaven is turn right at Calvary. Keep going straight. Heaven's delight will far outweigh earth's difficulties. The trials of earth are nothing compared The triumph of heaven. Can you imagine when you take your last breath here and you wake up in another world and you're standing before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and He says, Well done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know, I know, I know. I know that would not excite some of us. We could stand there in our polite way. I kind of figured that I was going to make it with flying colors anyway. No, I want to tell you what. There's going to be people shouting. There's going to be, there's going to be people rejoicing. When I hear him say, well done you never heard of like a screaming, shouting, running, jumping. Amen. They're going to have to run and catch me to show me my place to stay. Why? Because that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm listening for. Jesus, I want to hear you say, well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. I'm going to get excited. I finally made it to the place that I've heard about. I finally made it to the place that I longed for. Hallelujah,
1: hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, heaven, heaven is real church, heaven is real church, heaven is real church, heaven is real, saint of God, when the devil tries to discourage you, amen, get your mind on heaven, heaven is real, it's going to be worth it all. Listen at me, young person. When the devil tries to divert your attention away from the things of God, you get a vision of what heaven is going to be like seeing Jesus. My goodness. Paul said, if I told you what I had seen, you would think that I've lost my mind. What was it like, the apostle Paul? Tell us, just give us, give us a taste of what it's like. John said some of these things has got to be sealed up. They got to be placed in a book. They've got to have a seal on them. It's amazing what heaven is going to be like. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My loved ones is going to be there. I got a mother that's waiting on the other side. I got a daddy that's waiting on the other side. I got a brother that's waiting on the other side. But you know what? When I get to that city, I'm going to say, Y'all got to wait. It's no time for reunion with y'all right now. We'll have plenty of time to talk about it later. But I'm going to make my way to Jesus. Hold on, daddy. You didn't die for me. Hold on, Mama, you didn't sacrifice your life for me. Although they probably would have. Hang on, John, you didn't do it, but Jesus did it. That's who I'm going to see. That's where I'm going. Don't you want to go? Don't you want to go? Don't you want to go? Amen. Get your mind settled. Get your mind made up in 2012. I'm on my way to another world. Hallelujah. I wonder right now Does anybody want to get out From where you're sitting And say God Just some way Let me get a new focus On heaven Let me get a vision Of what heaven's going to be like Let me get in touch With heaven again God Hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, Hallelujah.
1: Just Holy over God. in the glory land. Holy and with kindred saved there Holy forever God. be, just over in the glory land, God. just over God. in the glory land, i the happy God. angel band, just over in the glory over in the glory land, well I've a home prepared where the saints abide, just over in the glory land, and I long to be by my Savior's side, just over in the glory land. ready to go there, in the even if you're not looking forward, so the get to looking forward. in the glory land, there the body host, I'll stand just over in the glory land.